What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Steve V, and this is episode 359 alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Not bad when we record this on a Monday. Joining us, of course, is Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell are you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful, wonderful. So good to hear your beautiful voices today. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And hello, Australia. I, I've been wanting Ooh. to say that all day. You good know, day. we get these... We get these charts on how we're doing in different parts of the world, and they always come out Monday afternoon before we record the show. And I'm always like, looking, "Huh, how are we doing here? How are we doing in you know America?" Mm-hmm. But Australia, we climbed 78 spots on Sexuality Podcast. Say what? To wow, make our that's way, awesome! Yeah, that to make great. our way to number 58, um, which is pretty good. And so, hello, Australia. We see you. So message us. Um, and guess what? You can message us, DM us again on Instagram because guess what? We got our Instagram back. If you haven't heard, we were hacked and it's been a tumultuous few days. Whew. As anybody knows of that's ever been hacked, it's just, it's tumultuous in so many ways. It just, even when you try and put it in the back of your mind, like there's nothing I can do. I've done everything I can do. Yeah. You're getting messages from friends and listeners of what's going on. Did you send me this or worse, you guys? Over the weekend, I'm getting messages on, I see you posted a pic, though, a thirsty pic. And I'm like, oh, Lord, what have they posted of me? Like, is it a nude? Do they have access to my phone? I don't know. <laughs> like, and I looked and it was this, like a screen capture of me when I've done for Wednesday, say, I'll do, hey, listen to us for Tags Live. Uh-huh. And it's like me shirtless. And one of my best friends in LA was even like, oh, but I thought you got your account back on Friday because I saw you posted a story. I'm like, right. But if you looked at the caption, it was weekend videos. (laughs) And it was like, (laughs) have you ever known and spelled videos like V-I-D-E-E-Z? Girl, Like like all of a sudden, (laughs) this this is how Steve V talks, like just kind of like weekend vids. Yeah, <laughs> with a brewski. Here we go, party people. Like, like, is that really me? No. And this is one of my best friends. But I was like, no. So the fortunately, we got our it, through face recognition, you all. And if anybody really needs help on on getting your account back, because I really am convinced, it. I know for a fact it is uh, Nigeria. Pe- there, it's people in Nigeria doing this for a fact. Why do I know this? Because there's a lot of stories on on the underground market in Nigeria doing this. And also because there was a Nigeria phone number in my account. I had to scrub that away. I had to scrub an email. They just changed all my settings when I finally got my account back. It was so gross. That is so annoying. And I can't believe people have time to do that. Yeah, I tried to, on my personal account, confront the hacker, because you know how I can be. Girl, kind of like, why? And I was like, I, <laughs> because I was like, they were like, how you doing? I'm like, good, how are you? Um, how's your weekend going? Great. How, I'm having a great weekend. How's your weekend going? And I kept that going, child, for a minute, because I was like. I want to see how far this can go because now I'm going to bait and catfish you, motherfucker. Until finally, I said, 
you loser motherfucker who has no fucking life. And they like deep pause. And then we're like, fuck you. And I said, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And then they said, then here's what I'm like, here's it. Here it comes. The homophobia began. Why do you think as a gay person that you think you are important in this? I'm all, because I motherfucking am. And I, I, I am. And you are a fucking <laughs> loser with no life. And I blocked him right immediately. So they couldn't even respond. Wow. <laughs> and then I got my account back and wiped away Nigeria. Not the people of Nigeria, but the, the hackers yes, the of hackers. Nigeria. Yes. We love the people of Nigeria. <laughs> Just the hackers. Sorry. Yeah. There's bad people everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And finally got it back. But, you know, it's left a paranoia in me a little bit just because, you know, even today somebody was responding back to the hacker now that I have control over it. And I was confused. I'm like, oh, no. Do they think it's like, (laughs) like, is it me? I mean, but I'm pretty convinced I have it back. And it's just... Oh, but you're right, Jeremy. It's such a waste of time. Yeah. And I don't know what they think they're gaining out of it, but I'm convinced. I don't either. It's just a, it's like a, an empty hole unless they're living vicariously through our like gay network because they're not out of the closet, which yeah. could be another like possibility. But I don't know. Well, also what they do is they reach out to people and they ask for money. So I think that that is something that could have. I don't know if they're. They reached out to anybody, but I know that that is the thing that the hackers do. So I just want to warn everybody, don't give anybody any money over the internet. Okay? Lesson number one. Here's where just, you know, to, I'm not going to use, put a pin in it, but but here's, because I hate that saying, but here's (laughs) where I think that they got me, because we are literally nominated for a CyberSocket Award. Mm -hmm. And the original person that reached out to me said hey steve and this was a friend to the show in fact they've been on the show before on tags live before and so we're acquaintances not necessarily i mean we're friends but i don't i've never met them in person but they reached out to me via this and said i'm up for an ambassadorship award type thing and would you vote for me and i was so in my mind of our cyber socket award Mm -hmm. that i thought oh my god yes if as, um, of course, and I, you know, cheekily said, as long as you vote for me, well, I would have voted for him anyway. But I think I was just caught up in that moment, mm-hmm. and that's why I did copy a link that they sent me, which I, in my right mind, would never do. Yeah. I think I was just in a different place, and so that's where I got. The sad part is, is that we, re- or the the good part is, we really are nominated for something, mm-hmm. and. That's where I want everybody to know um, we are back and please vote for us. You have till May 5th because we're nominated for Best Sex Podcast by Cybersocket.com. And you guys can vote by May 5th by going to Cybersocketawards.com. And the show, Talk About Gay Sex, is nominated there. So I'm going to go, you guys. And <gasps> You are? Yeah. I booked my ticket. I figured, why not? I, my... You know, my old stomping ground is Los Angeles, so it's yeah. not that far-fetched. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, even if we don't win, but I hope we do, so vote for us. No, we're going to win. Um, <laughs> we're nominated. And I thought, you know, I really want to go. And also, 
my best friend who lives out there bought a new house six months ago and I haven't even seen it and I feel I've been wanting to see it anyway. So it's a good chance to go out there and yeah. visit him, see some friends, get, get out because of my ankle. I haven't been out at all and now I can go mm-hmm. and go to this award show on in May 24th on Tuesday at the i think it's called uh heart bar so i'm really excited to go to it and i'll report on it but please vote for us it would yes. be, mean a lot yeah um while i'm there uh there is a new law that i want you guys to weigh in on there's a new law charging people 500 dollars for sending unsolicited nude pics okay in virginia in virginia and you will be ch- you could be charged $500 for it. Legislators in the General Assembly have passed a bill saying anyone over 18 who sends a nude photo to another person over 18 without their consent can be fined $500. We are so, many of our stories tonight are all about going backwards, sadly. We have some positivity coming through, like we're nominated. <laughs> <laughs> but um it got me thinking so there's a guy in la that we used to be fuck buddies and it was great sex and he's very sexy and in fact you guys since we're not in virginia i'm going to put it in our group text right now to send you the picture he sent me okay (laughs) so you guys could see the picture that he sent me and he still looks great and he wants to get with me and he's a former dancer and he's still looking good himself jeremy did you get it yeah he's cute he's cute yeah (laughs) let me make this big i gotta enhance the photo (laughs) (laughs) he's covering he's got a really big i don't like the yellow bedding but yeah Yeah, maybe a little sloppy but the bed is nice (laughs) okay okay, interior designer over there we see you jeremy but the bed's kind of nice and he lives on the beach which is really cool like those doors right there open onto the beach he essentially under if this was virginia i could sue him for 500 bucks and maybe get 500 dollars out of it thank god it's not virginia though because i didn't and by the way i didn't ask for this picture when I, when he started communicating with me, he saw a post and he said, hey, it's been so long. And when are you coming to L.A.? And I said, oh, I thought I was going to come in April. And then I thought I was going to come in July. And then finally, hopefully I will come in, real, in reality when <laughs> I see him. And I'm coming in May. So I think I'm going to get together with him. And we're going to have dinner and hang out too or lunch. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. But what do you think of when this are, law? When are you going? What uh, what? month is it so may next month uh we're going it's may uh i leave i think it's may 23rd oh okay monday i leave and i the award ceremony is on may 24th so i'll be there through memorial day weekend oh that'd be fun yes and i'm gonna go to palm springs as well so it should be good but what do you think of this i mean are we going backwards jeremy when you see that it just I mean, when you get an unsolicited nude, which do you mind? Or no, what's your I don't care. I mean, I, I feel like it's it's so, like not passe, but it's just like so expected, and I'm it, it doesn't really catch me off guard. And if I don't like it, I just ignore it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, exactly. What's your thoughts on this, Cody? I think it's fine. I used to always send nudes when I was single, but now. 
I have a boyfriend <laughs> and I have to I get to send him nudes. <laughs> so and he doesn't reject that. them. Hopefully he doesn't charge me five hundred dollars per nude. Maybe I should charge <laughs> him though. <laughs> okay. You could have a little internal Virginia system going on <laughs> in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they do any research on it and like how they how they come to the conclusion that you're like able to be charged the amount. I bet. Well, it's such a stupid thing anyway. Like, what a waste of of state funds yeah. to focus on this. I know policing um, the nudity. <laughs> I know, right? Right. First of all, why is this person getting it in the first place? Do you think this is more centered around women? Probably. In general? Yeah. But a lot of the women I know, even me. though they don't like getting this, like my sisters, she's not the biggest. She doesn't. She loves looking at her friends who get dick pics when they show her, mm-hmm. but. She's not like totally into getting dick pic stuff for her and 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 so but she wouldn't I don't think want to you know sue somebody. I just think it's a, a conservative agenda is what it sounds like. I mean, all you have to do is say, "Oh, I don't that's lovely. I appreciate your nude, but I I'd rather not <laughs> see it." <laughs> I politely decline. (laughs) Oh, speaking of politely decline, have you ever been on the train and somebody airdropped (laughs) you a nude? Yeah, I was at a, I was at this Mark Anthony, I was at a Mark Anthony concert and my Bluetooth was on and some like teenage boys uh, airdropped a photo of them like at the urinal standing there, but like not dick. It was just their faces with their braces. And I was just like, yo, that's so corny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, was it a mistake? No, they did it on purpose. People literally <laughs> airdrop shit all the time. Like, if you, Steve, go on the subway ever, or just leave your Bluetooth on all the time, you will definitely get airdrops in New York, because people do it all the time. Um, Not oh just my. on the train, but, like, literally all over the city. Because I'm panicked when I'm airdropping, because I'm always, you know, for the show, we're always promoting this, and I'm going from my phone to my laptop, my laptop to my phone, so I'm airdropping left and right, and every so often, Julie, at 13578, pops up to airdrop, and I'm like, oh my god, no, and I'm literally (laughs) airdropping podcast stuff, no nude stuff, but I'm like frozen, and said do not move the wine glass be careful what you do right now press that button do not send over and it's not even anything like that's that bad yeah but, and here people you're telling me are just airdropping left and right fun like dick i would love to get a dick pic in there i would want to know who's it's attached to. I know, that's the problem with airdrop is you can't like if it's total strangers there's no way to contact them like at all <laughs> Unless you can see them like close by, but yeah, it's usually Usually it's just the dick. Yeah, it's usually like discreet. So find the dick and place it on the person (laughs) with a mask on. You go around with you go around with your phone and like, is this you? Is this you matching it up to their crotch? That'd be hilarious. (laughs) Oh my god, yes, it would be. Oh my god. Well, Cody, you and I saw the finale of Drag Race at Rebar, which was a lot of fun. But did you know that actor Oscar Isaac is a Drag Race fan and was in a Brooklyn bar Metropolitan? watching it recently i think it's so cool do you know oscar isaac oh yes i love him he's the new moon knight on disney plus uh that uh, it's a (laughs) comic book 
uh, TV show. So I love him. And when I saw this story, I because I saw it over the weekend, I, I said, why did we go to Metropolitan to watch it? But we will see him hopefully during All Stars. And it, I'm going to be searching for Oscar Isaac this whole time. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's really he's really handsome actor. He was in Dune, which I watched. Not a huge fan of it. He was in Star Wars. Yep. Rise of the Resistance, Adam's Family, but he was in something, Jeremy, you might like Scenes from a Marriage, which was interesting. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, with um, that the actress that you really like a lot that's gorgeous, um, Jessica Chastain. Oh, I yes, the redhead. I love her. Yeah, and it's a hard, deep, hard look at marriage and a couple that's kind of in trouble. But What dealing- is it on? H, I believe HBO. Okay. It's rough. HBO Max. It's called Scenes, scenes, of, a, scenes of Marriage? Scenes from a Marriage. Oh, okay. And he and it's they're, they're in issue land right now with their marriage, and it's brutally honest, but oh, rough. Lord. Yeah, but he can kind of do everything, which is kind of exciting, including be seen, and I put him now in the ally category. Yeah. And it, yeah, I think that was, he's so hot too, sexy. I think he's kind of, a, he was there with his wife who filmed him on her Instagram account. And I think that's pretty cool. I think in a state right now, a lot of the stories we're talking about, a lot of the stories, if you guys just look at the gay press these days, are on, like we're turning a backwards curve, sadly. And we're going backwards in the states of homophobia and all the, the, Things that we've fought so hard for are being retracted. Mm-hmm. So it's great when, listen, I will take it. If I see Oscar Isaac at Metropolitan in Brooklyn, I will give him a high five oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, let's move on. And in other sad news, a man was arrested after threatening to bomb Merriam Webster's offices over LGBTQ plus inclusive definitions. So, a man has been arrested for threatening to harm the staff at Merriam Webster over LGBTQ plus inclusive definitions. And Jeremy David Hansen was charged with one count of interstate communication of threats to commit violence. He essentially put in the contact us at Merriam. And that he, he he also used the comment section of words like girl, woman, boy, and trans woman to spread anti-LGBTQ plus hate. In one of his posts, he wrote, it is absolutely sickening that Merriam-Webster now tells blatant lies and promotes anti-science propaganda. Oh, wow. There is no such thing as gender identity, he said. He wrote, the entry should be... Um, hunted down and shot and that's where they closed miriam webster closed their offices for five days hate-filled threats and intimidations have no place in our society this is miriam webster we believe hansen sent a multitude of anonymous threatening and despicable messages related to lgbtq community that were intended to evoke fear and division um yeah, it's just really happening right now. There was in other news, and then I want to get you guys to weigh in. A professor who wouldn't use trans students' pronouns won four hundred thousand dollars in the settlement. So essentially, 
this professor at Shawnee, a small public university in Ohio, agreed last week to pay one of its professors $400,000 after it rebuked him for refusing to use a transgender student's preferred pronouns. So Shawnee State University in Portsmouth, roughly 85 miles south of Columbus, warned Nicholas Merriweather, a philosophy professor in 2018, about not using the pronouns. Mm -hmm. In response, Merriweather, who is an evangelical Christian, filed a federal lawsuit against the university that year, contending that officials violated its constitutional rights by compelling him to speak in a way that contradicts his religious beliefs. And he won in that case and won $400,000 in the settlement. So, Jeremy, when you hear stories like this, I mean, do you think we're it's cyclical and we're somehow going backwards? It is. I think in certain parts of the uh, United States, I think it is definitely still not forward or progressive, especially in middle America. And I, it's sad to hear that like they, they would even win against something like that. And yeah. I just don't understand why you would even ask the pronouns if you're not going to use them. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me too because Cody, it's when I went to school, we didn't say any, you know, I was hiding for fear of being outed mm-hmm. as gay or anybody thinking there was huge homophobia. It was the AIDS era. It was the 80s and but so there was plenty of hate, but you would think and then if I feel like we went through a period where it was, you know, it's it's cool to be gay and yeah. and and we and inclusiveness was coming about but now i just feel in the last five years we're just retrograde retrograding Mm -hmm. say that word (laughs) (laughs) you got it girl (laughs) so yeah i i agree with you especially when the last administration was in uh, in effect i think that that emboldened a lot of people to actually come out and show their true colors and it took the country back a bunch of steps and honestly, how hard is it to be kind to other people by affirming who they are, their identity? It's not really that difficult, if you ask me. What if we talk to this person that had such a problem using this other person's pronouns and said uh, we didn't affirm his identity by calling him something that he didn't want to be called? That He wouldn't like that at all. So... He needs to do what his God says and turn the other cheek and and do unto others as as he would do unto them. However, that saying goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just I also don't find that people. like the conversations would entail that they need to say the pronouns so much. You know what I mean? Like say their right. first name, call them by their name, yeah, and then get on with the rest of your class. Like you're a fucking teacher. And you're really dwelling on the pronouns and they're against your religion. I just think it's so pathetic. Yeah. It's really, uh, yes, it's very integral because they're really, they did scold this professor and he essentially, if you look at it in a different light, he doesn't believe in the biology that there's other genders. So he's already from the mindset. So in his mind, according to, what I'm reading here, he doesn't believe that there are other genders. There's two genders only, right? And so from a biological standpoint is how he's talking about it. But 
get with the times and people are identifying with a different gender. And so, but, and then there's the school that is, it's a conservative school and the conservative school decided to scold him while he then took it to the court. It, it sounds like it got out of control on so many levels from both sides, really, to be really honest, I think, because, you know, do you really care what your professor calls you? I mean, I know my professors in my school didn't, it was Berkeley, UC Berkeley. (laughs) They didn't even know my name. (laughs) They gave me a grade. And so, you know, I don't know that it was really that relevant, but, but I, what were you going to say, Cody? I was going to say, I, th- I think that there is room for compromise on both ends. Like you were saying, uh, maybe both sides went too far. I think it comes down to respect at the end of the day. And I think that there is a way for them to meet it in the middle. As much as I hate to give people like that want to disrespect us and our identity, our LGBTQ plus identity, any ground to disrespect us. I think that there is a way for that professor to respect that other person's gender identity. Maybe call them they. And maybe that comes to what Jeremy, well, or maybe what Jeremy was even saying, maybe call them, call me by your name. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> like a little not so if, if the student's name is Jennifer yeah. now or Jenny, then call them by Jenny, whether, whatever they are, you know? Yeah. And, Avoid all of that. Just call them by their name, people. Okay. There's a movie by that, right? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on. I want to know what you guys think of this filter that's happening on, was, went away on Instagram. Oh, Cody, your boyfriend just texted me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> I'm coming to his birthday and he just told me yay. Oh, okay. Fabulous. Yeah. But he just walked in as, here too. So I'm, I'm as, like, get out. <laughs> as TikTok consumes the world, the gay meter meme has been seen on feeds of both straight and queer influencers. This is courtesy of the gay meter effect on Instagram. Have you heard of this? The gay gayometer? No, what's it's no. all about determining how gay you are. But they asked the question on an article by Queerty: Is this fun or harmful? Mm. Well, how does it work? Here's how to. Unfortunately, Instagram has deleted the gay meter filter from its website and app. So that should tell you a little bit yeah. um, where we're going with this story. The reason why is still unknown. However, you can still see creators using the Instagram test on TikTok as it's still available in TikTok's beta version. Since the gay meter effect is no longer on Instagram, you can do things to find versions of it. But how do the gay, how does it work on TikTok? Well, the premise of the gay vibes filter, which is similar, is the same as any other gay meter effect. Hmm. Instead of a percentage of how gay you are, it rates you on a scale of one to 10. Meanwhile, the LGBTQI, excuse me, LGBTIQ plus vibes filter Mm -hmm. is a gay meter filter that tells you how much gay vibes you give off in percentages. So do you guys get it? There are these things you go on Mm -hmm. there and they kind of rate you. Yeah. You go on these. uh, First of all, I'm not doing this at all. (laughs) I don't, I, any of the challenges that have been around the 10 year challenge, the, this, the, I don't want people 
judging me. I judge myself enough, guys. Uh, oh, and yeah. I really do. I want to be known for my work. And then I, I am always looking for the positive reactions, but occasionally we'll get something. And I take it in stride, depending on... But I don't want to put myself up for a filter that then is going to rate me on how gay I am or not. Uh-huh. Jeremy, what do you think of this? I think it's so stupid and I have no interest <laughs> in it whatsoever. <laughs> you know you're gay and you don't need somebody telling you. And I don't know. What do you think? Is, do you think this is healthy or not healthy? Because I just think it sounds like a waste of time. It's stupid. Right. Like we have I don't no one... care about what your rating is for my level of gay right and what would that mean too and where do you take it to like where do you go after that like who do you report it to why would you want feedback on it like you block it is what you do you block it irrelevant like i block yeah (laughs) gay agency the gay agenda (laughs) as an insta-gay cody what are you (laughs) i'm breaking this filter (laughs) what are your thoughts on this i think i agree with jeremy it's kind of dumb and you know what i don't see why people have to do this like the whole how gay are you? Why does it even matter? That's it's ridiculous, kind of sorta. And any like anything, it can be used as a tool for either good or bad. And I think that unfortunately, there's too many people out there willing to use it for in in a way that's harmful to other people. So yes, just please take it away. Yeah, I mean, I guess if we were looking at the positive side of it, for those that embrace you know, super gay. And I think it's great if you want to be proud of yourself. And, but again, this isn't an official contest. I'm all for awards and this and that, but like you're being awarded for how gay you are or not, because it could, it, you could, you could look at it in two different ways for all those that put mask for mask on their grinder posts they are going to not want you to be that gay in their mind. And then therefore it is a negative thing. And for those that are on the other end of the spectrum that want to celebrate it, it could be used as a target. You could be a target Mm -hmm. and then homophobic target. And so I don't know how this is a good thing. And why do we need our rating? We, we already body shame enough and we already do a lot of these other things. I don't think we need a rate on how gay you are or not. And who's deciding, by the way? <laughs> I think it's an algorithm, by the way. So Really? You know. It gets yeah, that in depth? It's, al- it's not just random? It's an al- Yeah, because you're going on the these the apps and it's like an algorithm that's looking dissecting your picture away so it's not even really people yeah they're scanning the picture that you posted so if you posted you at you know gay ice cream or what a rainbow ice cream (laughs) with rainbow (laughs) socks on and a and a and a bandana and short shorts, uh-huh. you're going to probably get a 10 out of a 10. Yes, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you're like saying, yeah, it's Queen, <laughs> then you're super gay and you're, te- you're 100%. I don't know, but it's an algorithm okay. is how it is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Talk about craziness. Um, we've got some advice to give oh. from Jake is wrote into us. 
uh, and ask the question. This is a simple one, and I want to hear from you guys. Any advice for a newbie using Grinder, and what were your guys' first experiences or stories with the app? I mean, I can tell you already. I always say I don't do that well on the apps, and like my most, my best luck is with a real an oldie but a goodie who I'm gonna hopefully hook up with when I go to LA. But we <laughs> met in person. So I might not be the best person, but Jeremy, what advice to a newbie who's using Grinder would you give? And what's maybe a, one of your first experiences or stories with the app? I don't remember my first experiences because it's been so long. I but I honestly at the ripe old age of thirty-one. <laughs> but I honestly think that I uh, one thing that I've definitely gotten better at is weeding out like people that actually don't have any interest in really meeting and also just trying to weed out like creepy people and just I don't know just people that are faking it and I always ask for like more photos not like collecting photos but just like more current pictures and like sometimes a phone number and just things to like maybe filter out the the like rift raft that you can run into when using uh, these types of apps. Well, one of the things that you, two of the things that you said, uh, it's such a good time if you are getting into Grindr, because if you are going to share photos, there's a way to share a album that will. Right. I was going to say fade away, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) not fade away. It'll disappear after a certain amount of time. And that's really kind of comforting, I think, and a good time to be in Grinder universe right now. Because if there's certain things on there that you didn't want to share, then you wouldn't have to worry. It could disappear and they can't, you know, there's a, where there's a will, there's a way. But in general, you're going to be pretty safe. The other thing you said about the person never wanting to get together, I was reading a Reddit thread earlier before we went on, and it was just that. But sometimes people don't get together, and I related to this person because of anxiety. So when a lot of people get mad at, oh, this person you know, talk to me and then they didn't even, they flaked in the end. Sometimes, and I could kind of relate to this, it has to do with anxiety. Like there's so much anxiety of meeting somebody that they just can't ultimately do it. And that's where I think looking at it from a different angle, if you can really just communicate more and communicate with people, whether it's just going to be a sleep, you know, sleeping together situation or hanging out, either way, you can get to know them a little bit Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. and develop that so that they feel comfortable and you feel comfortable that when you ultimately meet it's not going to be an anxiety driven situation um cody what are your thoughts on an advice for jake i say just like jeremy said make sure that you talk to the people beforehand that way you know it's an easy way to authenticate people and make sure they are who they say they are because just like we went through we experienced people are out there doing living that catfish life so make sure that you do that also just have fun with it reach out to as many people as humanly possible if you find them attractive reach out to them I found my boyfriend on Grinder, as we all know, and I think that you know 
you never know what can come from it. It's it's a wealth of opportunities. So I say, just reach out to everybody that you find attractive on there. I can't, and I was trying to strain my brain to figure out when was the first time I used Grinder, and it was literally so long ago. I'm like, what? I don't even know. I've been through like five iterations of Grinder, so I, I'm finally off. But <laughs> I can't even think. Yeah, of I know. Time. I can't remember the early stories yeah. that I had on there. But, but again, I don't really have a lot of great stories on there. I mean, I didn't have. I could tell. We could do it. You can ask us, Jake, another question about first hookups and that because I have plenty of stories on that. I just don't have a whole lot on Grinder, and I was even thinking in Scruff, but yeah i don't know but we'll think on that i hope that helps though but really just kind of talk to the people and don't be afraid to meet people yeah because i was reading another reddit thread of a person that lived with their parents they were young Mm -hmm. in a city that doesn't have a lot of gay bars and they were going to somebody they were talking to they wanted to meet in a car at night we've talked about this on the show before don't do something like that I think because don't do that. Just yeah. Meet in daylight, meet in a public situation. If they really want to be with you, they will do it and you can assess them, you know, and then find somebody to give your number or give a friend, have a backup so that, you know, knows where you're at. Share your location. There's so yep. many ways that you can make sure that you're safe. Please be as safe as possible. Right. People are getting attacked. And this is important, too, because people often are not in the big city where it's just, oh, yeah, just meet down the street at you know the local gay bar. It's not always that easy. So there's parks and there's other places to meet where you do not become another stat. Hmm. So, okay. Um, this kind of caught my attention, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion. It was a Reddit thread where they asked the question, does anyone else find the summer season depressing? Well, hear them out. Because, it, like, summer, depressing, what? I was like, um, and as i'm reading it another person just responded on there because it's a reddit thread it's already starting they write all the straight and gay couples are starting to travel for vacations and uploading their photos with each other cody in the meet (laughs) like guilty (laughs) point your finger at cody in the meantime i'm standing at home are staying at home and getting reminded constantly that I am alone again this year, like every year before. I think how nice it would be to have a boyfriend and go on vacation together, but I guess it's just not happening. You know, some of the people on there wrote things like go on vacation by yourself or with a friend. Nothing changes it. All you do at home is feeling bad for yourself. And here's the one that I really appreciated. Get off social media. I ditched Facebook, Twitter, Instagram back in 2019, and it did wonders for my mental health. I don't know that you have to go as an extreme, but maybe you do, Jeremy. When you write something like this, that everybody seems, it's assuming that they're probably seeing everybody on Instagram, right, Jeremy? Yeah. Or social media. Mm Mm-hmm. And what are your thoughts on this for this person? I enjoy like the sunny weather and stuff like that. I feel like it, I am more like solemn during the winter months. So I think just getting out and getting sun is really just a healthy thing to do. And I don't really dwell on the fact that 
other people are in relationships or not. And I think that it helps to, if you are looking for like anything, a friend or a relationship or any of that, it helps to be in social settings. And I think that warmer weather is the perfect time for that. So whether it be like a carnival or like an outdoor beer garden or even just outdoor tables at Starbucks, I mean, all of that, sidewalk uh, tables at restaurants, all of that is like a, a great place to try and connect with other people, whether it be sexually, just for conversation, friendly. I think you have many options when the weather is better. Such great advice. And you know what? Sun, that's an interesting point too, because sun to me is life and not to get Definitely. too spiritual, not to get too spiritual on Tag's podcast here, but you <laughs> know, I, I meditate now. I meditate every day and um, in the morning, 10 minutes and it just gets kind of sets my day, but I meditate. I have a book on the power of the sun and the planets on and the energy that you can get for them. And I often ask for energy of the sun and we all know how much life and you can get just by being, getting a little bit of sun. If you can, we live on the East coast Mm -hmm. when we record this show here and we don't get a lot of sun like Mm -hmm. a lot of other parts on the West coast where I'm from a sadist here. I moved over to the East coast and I was, I got plenty of sun, but honestly I've moderated it. But I I think, you know, you can meditate and I, I just think, right. Somebody also pointed out too, to your point that I don't, the thing about the couplehood is be careful what you wish for because they were somebody else wrote not all couples are happy especially when they travel Ooh. it can be a shit show and <laughs> i agree too i've gone i've made the mistake jeremy can attest to this yeah. i've gone on one too many times on a trip with a boyfriend and it just i should have thought through the relationship a little bit more before i did this because i probably would have had a lot more fun with my friends mm-hmm. than going with this person because I kind of knew both relationships one more than the other was kind of mm, having problems. And I'm one of those that they show when we're together for a long period of time on a vacation on holiday, as I like to say, (laughs) yes. And yeah, Cody, what are your thoughts on this and in the man in the relationship? Well, I am going to block that guy because I don't want him to see all my happy pictures of when I'm on vacation with my boyfriend. Um, I think that, you know, this, the summertime is amazing. I can't wait to go out and, where as little as possible with my boyfriend. It's a little bit gloomy here right now, and I'm kind of <laughs> in the doldrums. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the sun to come out and for summer to get here so that I can go out, enjoy my friends. There are so many more relationships than just a romantic relationship. Go do something with friends. Go get a dog. I don't even really like dogs, but go get a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Go play with your dog out in the sun. You don't need to let some not having a boyfriend get you down. There's so, so many other connections that you can make out there. 
And good point too, because when you really do, it's, it's summertime and sun moments are a great time to explore your city and explore, you know, life in general. And that's if you. I think the times when you're not worried about trying to obtain a boyfriend is when you will meet people. Yeah. If you put the intention out there that you want to, I put the intention out there that I want to connect with people. Mm. And connecting with people can mean my doormen, which I have lovely conversations with the people in the grocery store, wherever I go, I'm put that intention out there every day that I want to connect. And sometimes it's somebody. Who, attractive that i'm into as well but it has to be a universal theme i think if you're so bombarded if you're having a little bit of dare i say jealousy of seeing Mm -hmm. you know couples then you need to put it out there that you know either a get off social media and not look you know compare yourself because you can't do that. I mean, I think we say that enough and we'll continue to say it because I think that's a rut that many of us are in is comparing ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, a rabbit hole to destructive behavior. Yeah. And those negative vibes come back to you. So make sure that you keep it, keep positive vibes only. Well, this next Reddit thread caught my attention and it was really kind of interesting because I don't know that I ever thought about it, but they asked the question, what jobs are deal breakers for a romantic connection. Guys had a lot to say on this because everybody, of course, has to bring home the bacon, but somehow certain jobs can be a turn off. Reddit's Ask Gay Bros Forum went all professional on this one with deal breaker relationships. Here's some of the things that some people said, and then I want to hear from you guys. Um, (laughs) It depends on the individual. As someone who grew up poor, I would be less concerned about his job and more about income. If he makes enough to support himself and put some into savings while making good financial choices, that's attractive. I don't want to end up supporting someone again, so this is important to me. Oh, again. (laughs) We know where that one's coming from. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Then somebody wrote, the biggest deal breaker is, okay, again, no job at all with no plans of getting one. Mm, That sounds dour, and yeah, I kind of agree with that. Somebody else wrote, um, I'm not going to ask for someone's LinkedIn profile and call up their past and current employees asking if you're a good worker or not. Um, There's a reason why a lot of workaholics struggle to have and maintain relationships. It's a totally different ballpark. And for those who say finance affect relationships, they can if you let them and if you don't believe they can be fixed and improved. Character, beliefs, and compatibility are much harder to change than financial status. That's right. Okay. Get it. Um, somebody wrote a multi-level marketer. Somebody wrote a drug runner. <laughs> and then they wrote in parentheses, did this, did this. So they go from experience. Okay, all right. And, and any, job in the, any job in the mortuary business. Oh, that wouldn't bother me. Yeah. Although they tend to be. That actually would bother me. You know what? When my father passed away in 2012 it was just planning the funeral with the mortuary and deciding on which my dad wanted to be cremated and it was like what do you want this model for the urn do you want this one it was just like they were salesmen Mm -hmm. so i wouldn't i don't think i'd want to be with (laughs) somebody that works in the mortuary business 
or a drug dealer. I knew a friend that had a drug dealer as a boyfriend. <laughs> okay. And we went on vacation with them. And it was a constant bickering session mm-hmm. on, you know, Jeremy, oh. about about so know, much meeting. fighting all and the then time. Get, yeah. And then getting us involved. It. Like tell him tell it's one of them you're telling- busy. Like if you go to a gay destination location and you're a fucking drug dealer, you are very busy. And oh, they it's were just still like, working. Oh yes, all the time on the vacation, but then also like maybe not busy enough and trying to pull like more business and stuff. So it's just a constant. Well, struggle. and then Jeremy, if you remember, on the other hand, the boyfriend that was not the drug dealer friend of ours at the time was telling us, "You've got to convince him to get out of it. I want him to get a job at Apple, and he could do this. And why don't you guys talk to him?" And wanted all of us to kind of talk. I to know, and that's not our dr- place like, either. So now we're like <laughs> the 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 life coach here telling him to get out of something that is very lucrative and Don't why are we in the middle <laughs> <laughs> and we're in fucking Mykonos bitch so I know. yeah no I mean maybe so definitely I learned from that because of hands on that no I could not I mean for obvious reasons I would not want to be with a drug dealer but, <laughs> but for that because I had first-hand experience um jeremy do you have any other jobs that would be a deal breaker i don't really i don't like it's definitely not a deal breaker if i like someone either so i think it's really to me more about like the the easy conversation and easy to like laugh with someone and make fun of themselves and not take things too seriously is really just what i always look for so I don't, I'm not really hung up on the job thing. I definitely think you have to have a job, but the actual career itself does not like bother me. The other good thing, Jeremy, about what you're doing now is you're kind of on location a lot, mm-hmm. right? And not just stagnant. In so let's just say if you were with somebody and you, mo- I'm just making this up, right? Yeah. And you moved in with the, that worked from home because studies show right now that a lot of people aren't having to go into the office as much as they used to mm-hmm. post pandemic. So a lot of people, it was two or three days in the office. Now it's one day in the office. Yeah. So your boyfriend in your new apartment, Jeremy, that I just created out of the hat could be living and working at home all day. Well, the good news, you are, you're off location. You're on location a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So for sanity's sake, I think that's key. And I know you a lot and just to not get on people's, each other's nerves, I think for me too. Yeah. Um, Cody, How's it working with you and your life situation? Let's pick on you a little bit. <laughs> well, my current situation is very good. Thank you very much for asking. <laughs> no, um, I, I don't see. I agree with Jeremy again. I think that it. I don't, do not agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> of course, darling. I agree with you as well. Uh, Thanks, darling. <laughs> no, you guys are just saying that, like, it doesn't really matter their job as long as the connection is there and the type of person that they are, being able to talk to them, things of that nature. I think that I 
do have professions that I have preferred in the past, like creative professions. I tend to be able to talk to those people better and to have more in common with them. But that's not me trying to say, oh, I'm not going to date a a salesperson, even though I can see myself probably not dating a salesperson. I'm less likely <laughs> to date a salesperson, I feel like. But um, yeah, I just feel like I it profession when it comes to professions, I am more drawn to creative people. Yeah, I mean, I I'm trying to wonder if there's anything. I mean, I said the drug dealer for sure. Uh -huh. No. Um, but in general, if you're doing what you love, then I think, and you're pursuing your dreams, then that's going to make me happy too. So I, I don't know if there's any one particular career that would make me, you know, other than something illegal <laughs> where I would be worried. I think I'd be worried. In that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or maybe if we were both like, if there was another what if it was like another podcast? Oh my gosh, and, the competition! Can you? Imagine? And it was like a gay <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know? What I do you think? think? No, no. <laughs> I would, I would be looking at their numbers and I would be listening in on their shows and saying, oh, "They talked about. Did they talk about me? I mean, I would be hor. I would be horrible. I would be horrible." It just it would be a bad boyfriend. So that would be a, a no, no a for deal me. Breaker. Oh, they got that advertiser and I didn't, bitch. We were both up for that. I mean, it would be really bad. But this might add a little more flavor to the mix because a recent thread was asking about our signs. How gay or straight is your Zodiac sign? I'm just going to read ours, uh, us hosts. Okay. And Jeremy, you're a Sagittarius, right? Mm-hmm. So take this with a grain of salt um, because I think that this is just silly, silly fun. Sagittarius, flaky but fruity buys is what they wrote. Just like a good apple pie, this sign is really fruity but also flaky. Jeremy, you're not flaky. No, at all. Sagittarians are more likely to be queer, adventurous, fun-loving, and a little chaotic. This sign is always down to try new ideas. They're also one of the zodiac signs prone to bisexuality. Fair warning, they can also be a little unreliable because they're so flighty. If you can handle a boy or a girlfriend who's very spontaneous, they're the ones for you. I think you're spontaneous, but I don't think that you're unreliable. No, definitely not. There's there's some truth in a lot that's not true there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read my next Cody okay. because it Capricorn follows Sag and it's just right here in my eyeline, okay. but we'll get to you in a second. Capricorn's more likely to be straight. <laughs> what? This thing. So, throw it away. Don't even remind. <laughs> I know. What, what is it about Earth? So they say, what is it about Earth signs that make them less likely to be queer? Don't quote us on this one. Okay, we won't. But all the Capricorns we run into seem to be straight, the straightest people in our groups. Still queer or not, a Capricorn is very level-headed and responsible. They tend to be the mom friend who scolds you for not getting enough vitamin C. It makes you get home safely. You may not hook up with them, but they are great friends for life. Oh, well, that's, that's true. 
they dismounted well, I think, on that. <laughs> At the beginning, I was like, what's going uh, on? I <laughs> know. It was a rocky story. And lastly, of course, is Cody, who's a cancer. You're the most emotional gay you'll ever meet, well. according to this study. <laughs> Do they cry when they see small animals or get weepy about rom-coms? Well, I do, actually. So I must have a little cancer. That's the classic romantic disposition of cancer. This sign is gay as heck and clingy to boots and jealous as well. No, I'm kidding. I added that part. But... <laughs> I was like, well, wow, they're really hitting the nail on the head on this one. Okay. Your cancer love interest is probably sending you soup if you're sick or writing long letters about how much they love you. Aww. Aww. Like other water signs, they're very emotional. However, cancers are reluctant to trust people and hide behind a, t- a tough exterior. Ooh, wait. that's true. Wait and court them at a slow and steady pace to win them over. Okay. Any truth to that? Oh, yeah. Send that to my boyfriend. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, we've covered so much territory. By the way, tomorrow we are doing our Discord voice channel for our Patreon members. There's still time to join us. Uh, Tuesday, April 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. When you join our Patreon page at our subcategory and above, go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast. Ready for that, Cody? Oh, yeah. Tomorrow? I can't wait. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. We are back on Instagram. I want to th- so you can follow my co-host. Follow Jeremy at J Ross Lopez. J Ross Lopez. Follow Cody at KMD Coaching because he's a life coach, and at Mr. Maurice. And I unblocked you, Cody. So we're good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> follow us at Tags Podcast. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay, gay, gay sex. sex.